1: It is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostro. A winter storm that's pounding the northeast with deep snow and near hurricane force wind gusts should be ending later today for the New Yorkers who are under a winter storm warning. Looks like the snow in, in the city should start to taper off uh, during the early afternoon, should be all done be all done by uh, by evening uh, it may take a little bit longer as you go farther east uh probably take probably take till uh you know uh i guess it'll end from west to east through the evening across long island national weather service meteorologist bill goodman parts of 10 states from virginia to maine seeing something wind gusts are passing 70 miles an hour in a few spots in massachusetts boston forecast to get some Two feet of snow or more. U.S. Ambassador to Russia John Sullivan says a Russian incursion to Ukraine would trigger sanctions, including potentially shutting down its Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline to Germany. This is SRN News. Larry Elder explains where we are as a country. You can't have a point of view in this country without the left somehow
2: maligning your point of view as racist if you're white. And if you're black, you're the black face of white supremacy. That's where we are now. Hollywood, academia, media. And it's pretty disgusting.
1: The Larry Elder Show. Afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio
3: am 1280 the patriot my name is gabe glad to have you along today and we have a winner for the culture warrior of the year a culture warrior is someone who vows to do and say the right things as they fight to defend their values and this year's culture warrior of the year is florida governor ron DeSantis, voted on by listeners like you the narn with mitch bird continues
4: Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded.
1: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's
3: great to be back in Minnesota today.
1: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy.
3: (laughs) Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back to Wind City's Without End World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg, just as it was the first hour. Also, uh, uh, celebrating this coming Saturday, next week, a week from today, the 20th anniversary of my blog, Shot in the Dark. Info, which will inaugurate a month of me personally, at the very least, celebrating the 20, uh, 18th anniversary of this broadcast, which means... Exactly what has meant for the last eight years. Uh, Brad, Jack, and I need to start planning that uh, 10th anniversary party. And anyway, 651 289 the number to call. Should you care to join the broadcast, we'd love it if you did. You can also join us at hashtag NARNSHOW, that's N A R N SHOW, at the following social media media uh, Twitter.com, gab.com, parlor.com, com, and getter.com. All of them except Facebook where we are just broadcasting our live stream on the Northern Alliance Radio Network fan page where we have a number of people watching us right now. Great to have you tuned in via whatever medium uh, by which you are watching us by. Whew, that got long. Anyway, there's a few things you can count on in winter in even-numbered years in Minnesota. Actually, any number, a year in Minnesota. You can count on January being long and, well, cold by what Minnesotans consider cold. You can count on the Vikings starting their vacations and disappointing all of you. Sorry. It's a, it's a thing. And you can count on the Metro DFL trying to rally the troops to control firearms in, in the state of Minnesota. And with us to discuss that last uh, phenomenon is the political director of the Minnesota gun owners caucus, Rob Dor Rob, welcome to the broadcast today.
2: Good to talk to you, Mitch.
3: Great to have you here. So the announcement came out this past week. Uh, the, uh, the Minnesota House is carrying, as Representative Steve Sandel from Woodbury, where else, is uh, carrying a bill that would launch the usual suspects, if you will, when it comes to uh, the, the DFL's attempts to control guns later on. Tell us a little bit about the legislation that you're seeing coming to the Minnesota House as we uh, get ready for the session this coming week.
2: Yeah, so you know, we're we're in the second year of the biennium. So all of the bills from last year are still in play. So we still have universal background checks, we still have gun owner registration, uh, we have the red flag firearm confiscation, so all those are still in play. Uh, but right now we're in what's called the, the pre-file session. Uh, so the bills that are, that are going to be heard starting on Monday when uh, the legislator kicks off, kicks off into session, we get a little bit of a sneak peek. They've been officially introduced and listed at the revisor's office. And Steve Sandel, as he indicated, has a bit of a doozy uh, that, uh, that he unleashed on us.
3: Uh, tell us a little bit about Sandel's bill.
2: Yeah, so it starts off with something that I think, um, you know, if I was going to offer a uh, an amendment to this bill, I would delete everything after this section. Uh, it talks about uh, uh, basically making uh, any devices that's, that uh, secure firearms, so whether it's a, uh, a safe or a padlock, key lock, combination lock, any locking device uh, is tax exempt. So uh, you, you don't have to pay taxes on your gun safe, which, uh, depending on your gun safe, could save you a pretty nice chunk of change. Yeah, a so,
3: year late and a dollar short there, Representative Sandow. But, yes, carry on. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, don't worry, because,
2: uh, Mitch, if you're a true gun owner, uh, you'll encounter the problem of it that every gun owner who buys a safe uh, soon has is they wish they got the next size up.
3: Also a day late and a dollar short, Rob Door, but carry on. <laughs> Uh, so from there,
2: we've got uh, where, where, where things start to, uh, to to diverge from what he calls the uh, Firearm Safety Act. That's what he's, uh, he's called this. Uh, first, uh, the next section provide makes gun owners liable for any time that a gun that they own is used by somebody else in a crime or is carried by that person in a place where it's prohibited for them to
3: carry. Wow. (laughs) Holy cow. So in other words, Uh, eternal liability, even after you've had a gun stolen from you? Is that what what we're talking about here? Yeah. Well, and they give you an out that if you reported it stolen, you're not liable
2: for this. But I think we've all, you know, uh, we've all... Especially if you've got a rather robust collection, uh-huh. uh, it's not like you go you go into your gun safe every night and tuck all of your firearms in and make sure they're there. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, so if somebody if somebody you know, uh, you know a guest or a family member borrowed something, it, just, it doesn't say anything about if you own if you lo- if you loaned it to somebody and then they get it stolen from them, and you you know they're, they're, the what if on this the, the the slippery slope is uh, is you know uh, it's a mountain. I, I'm thinking on, I'm, on this one.
3: I'm thinking of the Broadbent shooting in 2016, where a couple of kids uh, quote kids end quote stole a couple of guns from someone's car out in the East Side, and that evening they used it to hold up someone who to try to hold up someone who was a law-abiding gun owner who had a permit and other ideas, and one of them wound up dead. Uh, both of those guns could have been prosecuted. I, I mean, the, the 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 owner could have been prosecuted uh, for the the death of, of of the kid who wound up uh, getting shot for trying to rob someone. I mean, the liability just gets yeah, like you said. It's it's this rabbit hole of weirdness,
2: right? Well, and and you think that you know that that absence of knowledge would be a defense here, except his bill says regardless of knowledge of the owner. Oh,
3: so, That's just so, catty. I,
2: I mean, I mean this. I, I I have some severe constitutional issues with here. I mean, with with any criminal law, kind of the the core tenant is intent. You know, you actually have to intend to do harm. Yeah. <laughs> in, in any case. Uh, I, so yeah, like I said, you know, there, you, you can drive Mack trucks through through the holes in that bill. Uh, the next one is something that's going to be of interest to people: large capacity magazine, which is any magazine that's more than ten rounds. Uh, those are going to be banned in the state.
3: Oh my! So 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 that's a, another way of emptying out your gun safe, I guess. Since uh, an awful lot of yep. people, uh, ten is kind of the bottom floor for an awful lot of guns out there these days. Right.
2: So the, the next one is that you are prohibited from possessing or owning a firearm under the age of 21 unless you've earned. This is hilarious. A varsity letter in a shooting sport controlled by the Minnesota State High School League, uh, or the. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that that's it. It you could literally be in this be in the military you could be in the military at home uh, a 19 or 20 year old and not be able to possess a firearm unless you you lettered in in the high school trap you
3: could you could be a 21 year old fully qualified marine sniper home on leave <laughs> yeah.
2: right <laughs>
3: but, but damn it, you 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 fell two meets short of of lettering and traps, so no that's right. no no gun rights for you. Oh man! So and, and but, is, is that it, or is there still more? Because this is just oh, uh, yeah, there's there's more. Oh, Mitch. of course there wait, there there's is. more.
2: Yeah. Uh, and and here's the one that's going to get people really spun up is a, uh, a a registration of military quote military style assault weapons. Oh, um, so. This is essentially any semi-automatic military uh, or a semi-automatic rifle uh, that, uh, that uh, can accept a magazine uh, is going to be required to be registered at the state of Minnesota.
3: Huh? Without I mean I mean I mean Grandpa's World War Two Enfield uh, accepts a box magazine. Are we talking bolt action rifles from World War One I here? I mean, are we? Have they left uh, the exceptions uh, on both that? Bolt
2: actions might be okay, but you're, but bolt actions oh, yeah, might right. be okay, but that M, that M1 Garand is semi-automatic. So. Ooh. um
3: Okay, Grandpa's uh, Garand or, uh, or Grandpa's SKS, depending on the part of the world you came from. Also, wow. Okay, so well, and the difference between uh, between Grandpa's uh, Grandpa's um, uh, M1 Garand
2: and my AR15 is his is actually a military weapon and mine never was.
3: <laughs> Distinction without a difference to the DFL. So this is they're getting ambitious this year. Now I have to ask you this, Rob. You're the political uh, director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. You're down at the Capitol all the time. Un- unlike some other activists and you you see how the, the the dynamics of this issue have changed over the years i want to talk about that after the break here but but the dfl i mean they have they missed the fact that that gun control is polling the worst it has do, polled in my adult lifetime right now a majority of americans oppose gun control of all ages uh, of all political uh, bents, in fact. I mean, even liberals are, are moving away from gun control, and yet they're, they're doubling down, it seems. This is the biggest raft of gun control legislation I've seen in years. I'd be interested in your perspective on that, Rob Dorr. In a year where, if anything, law and order and gun rights are, are big buy-and-hold stocks these days, Rob Dorr. What's the DFL thinking in, in betting long on gun control in a year like this? yeah,
2: I think it just shows the intellectual disconnect of the those who are pushing for this type of registration. They understand that that uh, public safety is like the issue this year for people. Uh, that, that's what's yeah in every poll, it's showing public safety is it. But those people who don't bother to look at the data and the root causes of these of the violence that we're having, are, think that this is going to be their sell to people that the issue with the violence is that people own guns not not any other issue and that this bill is going to address that issue
3: yeah and it's I, I, and I say this with all due respect to the many DFLers who are members of the gun owners caucus and who are gun owners and who are good friends of ours quite frankly and, and I say this with all due respect to them but uh, so I won't make it a party thing but it's fairly clear to me that the DFL's urban metro progressive leadership is aiming their message almost entirely at the uninformed, the low information and the willfully ignorant on the issue here. And it just they seem to have some faith that there's an awful lot of them out there voting in Minnesota, Rob Dorr.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, if it wasn't for the, the low information uh, voter on this issue, they would have no, no voters at all. Uh, and and that the issue I mean, we've seen our greater Minnesota allies, our, the greater Minnesota Democrats, are few and far between. Tom Bach, he's an independent now. He's nice. going to, he, all all indication that if he runs again, he's going to be a Republican. Wow. Paul he, he he's out now. You know, he, he's retiring. That seat's going to go to a Republican. Yep. Uh, I mean, the, the you can count on one hand the number of pro-gun DFLers there are in the House, and they're all, I can tell you, weighing their options of whether or not they can continue to run as Democrats or how how they're going to thread this message, but I guarantee you, not a single one of them are, are going to vote for this legislation. So, to our pro, to our Democrat pro gun allies, uh, I will I, I would say we love you, but your party is leaving you, and uh, and you either need to be a voice for change or take a very serious look at whether the party you support is with you on this issue. Uh,
3: we're talking with Rob Dore, the uh, political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. If you have questions or comments about the legislation uh, currently uh, spooling up to be this coming week in the Minnesota le- uh, State Legislature. Rob is the guy to talk to. Give us a call at 651-289-4488. We're going to take a break right now. Rob, I want to talk about the outlook for this session as well as the outlook for uh, Representative Sandell's bills when we come back. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
5: But then he wants to. test the in your. Gun.
1: Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey
5: app. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help
6: this station. And that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station.
4: Well, it's that time of year we hit those winter doldrums. Not much to look forward to other than maybe that warm weather vacation. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage. And one of the things you could look forward to is getting a great deal on a refinance or more importantly, a cash out refinance. So you could take that wonderful vacation, pay off some credit cards or do some of that remodeling you want to get done around the house. And now is the time to do it. Do it before interest rates start to go up. The great thing about United Faith Mortgage is they have a very unique direct lender advantage, meaning our team is part of a company that uses its own money and makes its own lending decisions within its own walls. So there's no middleman, and this advantage often allows you to close faster on your loan and get a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. And right now, we pay your appraisal fees. That's up to $500 that would be money out of your pocket you would normally have to pay up front. For more info, you can visit them at
1: unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Verica, NMLS number 65233.
7: The vast majority of women who come to Robbinsdale Women's Center feel overwhelmed, hopeless, and think abortion is their only way out of an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. Hi, I'm Victoria, one of the patient advocates at Robbinsdale Women's Center. We provide information in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. We are a woman's best initial step as she processes her pregnancy options. Through counseling and ultrasound, many of these women realize that abortion is not their only option. For the moms and dads that choose life, Robbinsdale Women's Center provides parenting programs to help prepare them. On average, five women each week that are initially considering or being coerced to choose abortion instead choose life. This work is very challenging, but the rewards are life-changing. Your donations to RWC will help make more miraculous life decisions possible. Visit rwcinfo.org to donate. That's rwcinfo.org.
1: Isn't it time you trade your old salt hog for a new wet technology water softener from Commerce? Commerce will give you $400 for your old softener. And haul it away, too. Save salt, save water, and your back. Go to Commerce.com. Commerce Water. That's Commerce.com. AM
3: 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, uh, congratulations to Governor Ron DeSantis, who won Salem Raiders Culture Warrior of the Year Award for 2021. Ron DeSantis won out, to be fair, Brad Carlson, Jack Tomczak, and I were uneligible. So he's the next available uh, person involved. But, yeah, congratulations to Governor DeSantis. Stay tuned. We're going to be launching this project again uh, later on this year to announce the uh, 2022's Culture Warrior of the Year. That's been an awful lot of fun. We're talking about Rob Dorr, actual combatant in the Culture Warrior, uh, the political director for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus a group that's been winning the culture war for quite some time now, or at least uh, fight, punching way above its weight. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the caucus uh, a little later on in the segment here, Rob. But let's talk again just briefly about Representative Sandel's bill. Obviously, we have a lot of, as you pointed out, the, the greater Minnesota pro-gun Democrats are few and far between and, and potentially getting fewer as we go here. But on the edge of the metro, we had an awful lot of people who got elected in the anti-Trump wave two years ago and four years ago who have got to be looking at the turning tides right now and thinking, "Uh, thanks for nothing, Representative Sandel. Just what I need to have this uh, anchor tied around my ankle. Are you hearing anything off the record, perhaps, from some of these far suburban DFLers who were looking to maybe moderate their image somehow and see if they have any out for a way to do this?
2: yeah I think uh you know i I, I don't anticipate that his bill is going to gain any traction um, just, just simply because they they the DFL Ryan Winkler knows wh- when the time to push and he knows when he's lost uh hit their first year of the of the uh, biennium uh not not this year but the the year before they pushed everything they pushed right. universal background checks, red flag orders they tried everything uh, and then uh, the come this last election, come the last election in uh, 2020, uh, they lost uh, several seats, including um, uh, John Purcell up in Bemidji area, my alma mater and where we spent a lot of time making sure that he uh, didn't come back. Uh, and other Greater Minnesota seats, and they saw other uh, representatives just win by the skin of their teeth. People, people like uh, Julie Sandstead up in Hib- Hibbing, who won yeah. by you know a dozen votes. So uh, they knew that their push for gun control was not working for them, particularly out in Greater Minnesota. And it also led to the reclaiming of some seats uh, in the metro area. And. I think that they're not going to push very hard. Now, Carlos Mariani's also on his way out, so it may be that he'll call the bill up in the Public Safety Committee, which he chairs, in order to, you know, kind of allow the DSL stalwarts the ability to thump their chest and, and give the progressives something to point at. Uh, but then they'll just blame the Senate for not doing anything and, and try to make that an issue. But I don't think they're going to dare move on this issue themselves.
3: So we've talked about the bad legislation and the if- effect. In the unlikely event that Sandell's uh, bill uh, goes anywhere, that would be very bad legislation indeed. Is there anything good in the hopper for this session, Rob Doerr?
2: Yes. Uh, so uh, you know, we have, of course, our main agenda items, uh, constitutional carry, stand your ground. Those are still uh, still in effect. We've got a whole slew of bills that we've been working on, uh, in- including um, getting rid of the in-person requirement for permit-to-purchase, permit-to-carry applications, uh, stand-your-ground constitutional carry. We've got, uh, we want to see an amendment to the state constitution protecting the right to keep and bear arms. Uh, all, all sorts of bills that we've got in the hopper. I also heard, which I, I think is something interesting, Paul Gazelka, who's uh, running for governor and just recently stepped down from the, the, his leadership post, at the uh, Senate Republican caucus, uh, he's planning on introducing a lifetime permit to carry bill. Basically just taking the current permit to carry and making it good for life. Uh, which I think is interesting because we get pushback even from our own members that yeah, constitutional carry, but training. You know, I, I want people to have training. And while I personally don't think that training should be the barrier of entry to the exercise of a fundamental constitutional right, uh, I think that's an interesting way to kind of thread the needle between those those people who want people to go through training, uh, but also respecting that, that it, the barrier is currently too high to exercise your right to bear arms in Minnesota.
3: Speaking uh, for myself as someone who left the Republican Party in 1994, you heard me, 1994, over its lukewarmness in opposing the 1994 crime bill and other gun control legislation in Minnesota, I think it is gratifying. I have to imagine you might as well to see uh, that the Republican candidates are, uh, are are all pretty much four square behind, uh, for governor, I should say, the gubernatorial candidates are four square behind all this legislation, including the one that has taken some flack from the Gun Owners' Caucus, uh, former Senator Scott Jensen, whose campaign presence at these events is a little bit like Chuck Norris these days. I mean, he's he's, he's really doing—I mean, for those who learned from Mike McFadden's performance in 2014 in uh, trying to— overcome a flub on gun control uh scott jensen is certainly putting in his time at least putting in the rhetoric to uh, to try and distance himself from the 2018 session rob door uh, jensen aside it's got to be fairly gratifying to to see the the enthusiasm with which the republican uh, slates are uh, approaching the issue these days
2: yeah uh, i i think it is i uh, we we always uh, every year, we we see people who are trying to thread that needle b- b- between, uh, well, maybe I'll support a little gun control, but uh, but not not all of it, and thinking that that's going to be their path to victory. Uh, but I think what the what recent elections elections have shown that if you entertain gun control. Not only are you not going to pick up any of the people who you think you're pandering to, your base is more than happy to either stay home altogether or skip your name on the ballot uh, and vote for people who do stand up for their second amendment rights and, 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 and when you think about it, it makes a ton of sense, and I'm surprised it's taking candidates this long to figure it out <laughs> that if a, if a person wants gun control, if that is something that they are considering when they're evaluating their candidates they have their party. They're going to vote for the Democrat on the ballot. If, if that is in their calculus. But what we also know is that for very, very few voters, is that something that's that's very top of their mind. Gun control is on the top of the list for an incredibly small amount of voters. Yep. But on the other end, it is on the top of the list of a whole lot of people who they need the votes of in order to get elected.
3: And if... Uh, rights, rather. Absolutely. And, and by the way, I have to think that you might uh, be going around and about any Republicans who might be misguided enough to try and thread that needle and and just whispering two words at them dario anselmo uh, just seeing what it is that <laughs> trying to thread that needle does in terms of getting acceptance from the left uh, out and about there I, that's that should be a signal lesson for all republicans who might be thinking about trying to thread that needle rob door
2: <laughs> yeah well and for those who aren't quite in on the in- inside baseball dario anselmo is a republican uh, elected in a edina who fully embraced universal background checks and red flag orders. He sponsored their bills, put his name on it, and then actively tried to re- recruit Republicans out of the House Republican Caucus to support the bills. He did everything that Moms Demand Action and Protect Minnesota wanted him to do, and then they still campaigned against him to get Heather Edelson to replace him. So, uh, he was the perfect case study, and he will be the first to tell you this, that, that trying to appease them doesn't mean they're going to support you. They want to use you. They want to use your the letter behind your name to shame other republicans into supporting their extreme agenda but then as soon as the opportunity goes to toss you aside uh for somebody who fully embraces their 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 extreme anti-gun views they will do so
3: Exactly. And I've always considered Dario Anselmo a friend. So I'm sorry to see his political campaign come the cropper it did. So his career like that. At any rate, back to uh, the issues at hand here. Rob Doerr, we've got a session coming up here. Uh, We've got a session where where things have been going well for gun owners. But if we've learned anything, it's like we, we, we tend to play a lot of defense and tend to kind of fall off on the, on the offensive side. The Gun Owners Caucus is uh, going down to the legislature with, I may find a better metaphor here, all guns drawn here, uh, we're going out there loaded for bear. As it were, how can people help out? I mean, how do people need to help out? Let's put it that way. What does the Gun Owners Caucus need to move the needle in the Minnesota state legislature this year, Abdor?
2: Yeah, so I think the, the first thing is, is uh, everybody needs to be informed on what's going on. Uh, if you go to our uh, we, we recently revamped our website and launched it. I'm a big fan of it the, the, the user experience uh, Mitch, which I think you're, you're somewhat of an expert in, uh, is quite a bit better Two than, thumbs uh, up. than it was previ- yep, <laughs> quite a bit better than it was previously. We've got really easy way for you at the bare minimum. Everybody listening should sign up for our email alerts at gunowners.mn uh, and then uh, that will get you the critical alerts as we move through session to make sure that you're you're fully uh, informed on what's going on uh, but another thing we've got on there which is really great is our bill tracker uh, our bill tracker shows all of this uh, any um legislation that's tangentially or directly connected to gun owners rights sportsmen hunting uh things like that uh, is on there you could see our position of it our summary of the bill uh and the language of the bill all of that at gunowners.mn tracker and then we have our action center at gunowners.mn action and our action center literally all you have to do is type in your address and click one button and it'll send messages about these key items to your legislators letting them know that that you can uh, to, that you support or oppose a particular item, uh, pe- particular piece of legislation. So uh, we make it incredibly easy for uh, for everybody to engage and to make sure that their voice is heard,
3: uh, or at least to give it your best shot. I have a hunch I am on both Rena Moran and Sandy Pappas's spam filter, but what the heck? We do the best we can. Rob Dorr, uh there's so much that people need to 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 get involved in and stay involved in. There's uh, we are any chance we're going to be going back to live uh, lobbying and rally this year? What's the word so far?
2: Uh, So we do, we, we, we have our lobby day scheduled. Currently we've got uh, a room reserved uh, that that we've heard some things that the speaker might be trying to, to override that right now. They are not approving any rallies, uh, but we do have a room reserved for lobby day. Uh, We'll keep you guys posted the best way to find out that information and and, uh, make sure that you're fully informed on, on it is to go to our website, make sure you're on our email list, but uh, we got to show up and make our voices heard. The, the, uh, House is going to be remote for most of their hearings and floor sessions, uh, but the Senate is going to be open for business, and uh, the, the Capitol itself will be open. So uh, I'll be down there every day during legislative session. If you've got a day off of work or if you're uh, you know playing hooky from work and you want to come uh, join me down there, I'll be more than happy to show anybody around.
3: I may have to just check you up on that, Rob Dorr. Uh Rob Dorr, uh political director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, the guy who will be in the arena with the people in the arena starting Monday. Uh, thanks for stopping by, uh, Rob Dorr. We will be talking this coming week. Appreciate it. Take care. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12 The Patriot. Uh, two more segments to go, which means the fun is still really just beginning. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. The
1: 68 gun.
5: This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places, meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with IsraelTour.com. 855-565-5519 or stand with IsraelTour.com.
6: Be careful. Once you try a Patriot burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at rackshackbarbecue.com. Get that
0: Rack Shack attack. Rack Barbecue. yeah. AM
3: 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289 4488 h The World's Greatest Recipes cookbook on sale right now. i have got hundreds of excellent entries. We combined them all that we got into The World's Greatest Recipes, Volume 1, available now at am 12 com. You'll find listener submissions as well as some entries from some of our favorite authors, radio hosts, friends, uh, just a whole crew. Go to am 12 com and check it out. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Perhaps you heard Neil Young and Spotify. How do we put this in rock and roll terms? Neil Young fought Spotify and Spotify won. See, I bring this up because the song in the background here, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, song written by Neil Young. It was written in 1974 uh, when Neil Young was, saw what happened at the Kent State Massacre where the Ohio National Guard opened fire on an anti-war rally at Kent State, killed four students, four dead in Ohio. And, and he wrote... As a response to this song, now it features Stephen Stills, which is bad enough, but I, I don't care what you say. It's a brilliant protest song. One of the better protest songs in a, in a decade of fairly wretched protest music. I mean, that, that was launched by, well, hippies. I mean, it should tell you most of what you I mean, most protest music was pretty gabbling, bilious stuff. This, in fact, happened to be fairly decent rock and roll and a great protest song because it did express uh, something that's a perfectly legitimate point of view. Neil Young wrote one of the best protest songs of all time. In fact, in his day, Neil Young wrote a lot of great music. And so I'm going to go out on a limb here and basically annoy the bejeebers out of everyone here, uh, the left and the right. I'm going to start with the right here because, of course, I'm going to end up annoying the left because that's what I'm here for. (laughs) No, I'm here to engage Everyone left and right. I'm going to engage you Republicans over over the last day or so when Neil Young, I should, for those who have been have not been paying attention. Neil Young went to Spotify, the huge music streaming platform, and said, uh, if you don't remove my music, uh, I'm sorry, if you don't remove the Joe Rogan show, I'm going to take my music off of Spotify, which is kind of stupid. I mean, Neil Young, Neil Young's target audience at age 76. I mean, he's dealing with an audience that mostly over the age of 60, most of them go, spot a what? Uh, So he's he's probably not losing a whole lot of traffic, and he's gaining himself a ton of publicity. I mean, let's be honest about this. But when you get right down to it, uh, Neil Young uh, said, yeah, it's either him or me. And Spotify said, well, (laughs) sorry, adios. And and i and a lot of my conservative friends said well who who cares about Neil Young he hasn't had a he hasn't mattered he's never really mattered he's just an aging hippie. well can't do nothing about aging can't do anything about aging it's happens to all of us if we're lucky god willing you get to age and he's certainly looking showing the years lately here and it's true he has not had a top 40 hit in 30, almost 35 years i think uh, Rockin' in the free world was 1987. Now, Neil Young has built a career out of being an eccentric and having an an eccentric take on absolutely every genre of music there. He he got famous in hippie rock in the late 60s as part of Buffalo Springfield and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young as as an eccentric hippie. And then in the mid, uh, the early seventies, when the singer songwriter craze was everywhere, and Gordon Lightfoot and Jim Croce and John Denver were big, he became an eccentric singer songwriter. And in the late seventies, when punk came along and and uh, <laughs> elicited a response from a whole lot of mainstream artists, he came out with an album that was vaguely punk or a response. Russ Never Sleeps, amazing record by the way, hugely awesome and very incredibly influential record. And he he's had a take on every musical trend ever since. I mean, he, he did a bunch of songs with Pearl Jam 30 years ago that, weren't horrible his his, his keep on rock, rocking in the free world was his response to 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 perestroika and the oncoming collapse of the soviet union he even wrote a song about todd beamer a really weird probably the weirdest 9-11 song i've heard of. it was called let's roll it was vaguely about todd beamer and honestly it's about the time when a lot of us started to wonder if he wasn't losing it just a little bit at any rate you could say you don't like neil young you can say you it, he's not your style. It's all perfectly legit. Uh, if you want to say he's never mattered, he's never done any music. You're good music. You're wrong. I mean, taste notwithstanding, objectively speaking, he's been an influential artist. And you don't. His style doesn't have to be your style. But it, it'd be disingenuous to say that he's never mattered as as a as a, sty, as a as a songwriter, as a stylist, as as a as an observer for that matter. I mean, Ohio was objectively a great protest song. So, conservatives, uh, back off just a tad. And by the way, for all of you shut up and sing people, no, you don't tell people to shut up. You meet their bad speech with more better speech. That's what principled conservatism does. And that's where I turn the canon towards all of you on the left. I, I've been involved in a couple of discussions, shall we say, on social media for the last day or so who, uh, with with people who... Might quibble with the characterization, but who are at least largely on the left to the left of center who who whose response has been, "Well, what do you do for example? i mean he 's got every right to take his toys and go home, which, which I say absolutely that 's true. You can take your toys and go home. you can leave the uh you, you can leave the public square if you want. you can leave the parts of the public square that that you don 't want to participate in that 's absolutely true. You have that option, Neil young. Phenomenally wealthy man, he has the option to do anything he wants. At this point, he's seventy-six years old, multimillionaire. He's got royalties coming in from music going back fifty, almost sixty years now. So he has options. He can do anything he wants. And by the way, Joni Mitchell uh, followed suit today. The Joni who says everyone under the age of 65. No, Joni Mitchell, very influential uh, jazz folk singer from the uh, early late 60s, early 1970s, had exactly one top 40 hit in, I kid you not, 1968, 54 years ago. Notwithstanding that, incredibly influential singer. You're deluded if you don't recognize the fact that she's an incredibly talented singer and songwriter. Also, by the way, wrote a great protest song in 1970. Uh what was it called? It little Red, yellow, yellow taxi. I think it was they par- paved paradise, put up a parking lot. It was it was a protest song against urbanization. You don't have to like it to say to notice it was a great song in its own in its own context. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, both Neil Young and Joni Mitchell have done t- in their action. And by the way, it, it appears that Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters is is looking to follow suit. As has apparently Barry Manilow. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, they have every right to take their music and take their toys and go home and leave Spotify alone. And they have every right to say, Dave Grohl, you're 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 wrong. What you're saying, uh, I'm sorry, not Dave Grohl, Joe Rogan, what you say is right. And they're they're all saying, well, that, that Joe Rogan is misinforming people about the vaccines and they won't they want to they want to participate in a forum that, quote, spreads misinformation. Here's the difference. As we heard at the beginning of this segment, 48 years ago, Neil Young took an event that, he, that, that motivated him, and he created a great bit of music. It may not be your style, but it was a great bit of music. Ohio, a song about the Kent State Massacre, and it did play its bit for better or worse, in galvanizing opinion about Richard Nixon and about the Vietnam War, which, by the way, we were already out of at that time. And Joni Mitchell, in her own way, did the same thing with Little Yellow Taxi or whatever it was called. At any rate, they used the First Amendment, they exercised their First Amendment right to comment about the issue and say, okay, here's what what I think about it, and I invite you along. Fast forward five decades, both of these artists are saying, not just I'm taking my toys and going home, but I'm taking my toys and going home if you, uh, the public marketplace, the public square, don't shut this other form of opinion out. That's what they're saying. They want Joe Rogan deplatformed. They want him silenced because of, quote, misinformation. Now, I'll come back to that term in just a moment here because I want to make sure that, that the double talk, the Orwellian double talk that that issue that that term is these days is something you all know about and and can relate to people as you go about your day as you meet people around the water cooler literally or virtually or deal with them on social media or at caucuses this coming tuesday by the way I, i we'll come back to that what they are saying is we want you out of the public square. And you might say, well, Spotify is a private company. They, they, it's You can tell them to do anything. Well, that's right. You can. Here's the deal. And there's I think there's a conservative case to be made that companies like Twitter and Facebook have taken over so much of public communication these days, taken so much of the role that used to be filled by the metaphorical and literal public square that it's not just good old-fashioned private property anymore. Now, Spotify, does it have that level of penetration into the market of people who provide content? A term I hate, by the way. Of people who provide material, programming, everything from music to, well, podcasts. I mean, Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, they, they all get most of their listenership from Spotify. A lot of conservatives do. Joe Rogan's no conservative. He's just a guy who does great long form interviews. The kind of stuff I would love to be able to do, frankly, on Sunday after Saturday afternoons, if we had four hours at a shot. What you're try- what they are trying to do, is not just say meet what they consider bad speech with more better speech. They're not speaking at all. They're saying I'm taking my toys and going home if you don't shut them out of the public marketplace. And I'm going to talk about why that is a kick in the teeth to a decent society. Not a free society, although that too, but a decent society. When we return, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
7: In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-K through 12. God has shown His provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faith-filled stories.
3: Hi, my name is Tim. In 1989, we trusted this school to begin educating our kids. Nowadays, we trust it to educate our grandkids. I still coach here, and my wife now works here. Heritage has become much of the central fabric of our lives. We love this school for all the moments that happen when so many people invest in and commit to one another. Those moments build into real relationships, many of which last a lifetime. We love and appreciate the partnership Heritage has with parents. Heritage Christian Academy is very much together in the education of the children whom God has entrusted to them.
7: For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. Heritage Christian Academy, equipping minds, engaging hearts, and encountering Jesus Christ
8: learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills John a former non-customer said my air conditioner broke and I had to spend nineteen hundred dollars to fix it Jeff a customer wrote my air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost Mary a former non-customer wrote my heating system stopped running I had to spend three thousand dollars to get a new one Lisa a customer wrote my heater stopped working I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home, guaranteed fixed or replaced, with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 824 3853 That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853.
1: Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker.
8: Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot, intelligent radio.
1: Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's Play The Patriot Minneapolis. AM
3: 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651 289 4488. GS McMahon! Hey, don't forget my band Elephant in the Room tonight out at the Stillwater Bowl just south of Highway 36 on Omaha Avenue in, uh, in Stillwater. So you can uh, you can rock, well, from 8 until midnight, not all night, but you can join us, uh, me and the whole crew, including former producer, Time of the H-Bomb Wynn, who does an impeccable Robert Plant impression, I'm here to tell you. So uh, come out and join us tonight, 8 till midnight. This is going to be a lot of fun because we were the last band to play there before the pandemic, as Brad Carlson points out, Leap Day 2020. We were the last band to play before pretty much the whole Western world shut down two years ago, and we are the first band to play there coming out almost two years later. Happy to uh, to be doing that here. So my band, Elephant in the Room, tonight, uh, 8 to Midnight, Stillwater Bowl in Stillwater. Also, uh, a week from this coming Friday, February 11th, we'll be at the uh, Bloomington VFW in, well, Bloomington. And Fridley Legion coming up on February 25th. Going to be a busy month. Look at the bright side. It's not just all happening in one weekend. That's kind of a nice switch for us uh, after the feast or famine years. At any rate, I hope to see you out at the Stillwater Bowl. Edge of the Metro drink prices, good food. You can bowl a line, too. Anyway, we're talking about Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and Barry Manilow and uh, a Current reports are correct. Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters taking their toys and going home. Now, I've I've, they're they're all doing this over putative misinformation that Joe Rogan is putting out about vaccinations, about treatments uh, for covid, about the idea that treatments like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and some of the other uh, treatments for people who are already sick uh, actually are effective. And whether the the public health authorities in this country are basically sandbagging, uh, putting their finger on the scales when it comes to research about treatment. In other words, uh, they've they've put all their efforts into vaccination and have been shutting down any alternative, including as I've been saying for a year and a half now, uh, acquired immunity—the natural immunity that you get when you catch and survive pretty much any kind of virus—and this is, so, so, and the term misinformation itself isn't an objective standard. I mean, it's entirely possible that Joe Rogan is putting some stuff out there that will not stand up to inquiry over the the full, uh, full stretch of time. But on the other hand, he's not selling himself as a scientist. He's interviewing people, asking them questions, lots and lots of really good questions, an incredibly inquisitive interviewer who keeps people in the hot seat for two, three, four hours at a shot, so they have a really good conversation on the subject. You don't have to agree with it. Frequently, you will not. I certainly don't. But he's asking questions, and you might not like the conclusions, you might not even like the subject matter. But calling it misinformation, as if Joe Rogan is putting out an orthodoxy on the issue that he demands that you all follow, is... Itself misinformation. I mean, on a, on an Orwellian level, uh, and, and I've said that to people, and they've responded, "Well, what I, you you would? Let's say you have a friend, hypothetically, Mitch. They ask me, who's a flat earther, or believes uh, some of the the stuff that the Ku Klux Klan says. Uh, would you would you want them in your life? Would you want them to have uh, a a open microphone somewhere? Would you want to work with them? And to which I'd respond, well, first of all, I don't go after the jobs of people I disagree with. I don't go after people's livelihoods uh, unless they are actively depraved. I'll go after your livelihood if you're out hunting down uh, minorities, absolutely. But for people who are exercising their First Amendment right to believe whatever they want to believe, no, I won't go after the jobs. But the question is, do I want to affect a flat earther's access to the public square? No. No. Absolutely not. I want to go to the public square and say, we know objectively that the Earth is not flat. People have known this from empirical observation for decades. Not decades, what am I saying? Centuries. I mean, Christopher Columbus didn't discover that the world is round. Copernicus and Galileo didn't even... Well, Galileo was the center of the, the, the universe bit. No, They've known him before. I mean, Aristotle observed phenomena that that indicated to him that the world was round. We're talking multiple centuries ago. So we know, and we've had photographic evidence for fifty years now that the Earth is in fact over fifty years that the Earth is in fact round, beamed in from space. We we know the Earth is round. If someone wants to start spouting. Ku Klux Klan propaganda? Well, we objectively know that African Americans, Catholics, the Irish, Jews aren't inferior human beings. They're not a lesser race. We objectively know this. Do I want to silence them arbitrarily via government power like the German government does, fully understandably, with Nazis? And unsuccessfully, by the way? No. I want to I want to observe and exercise the spirit of the First Amendment by meeting bad speech with good speech. First of all, it works. second of all, it leaves you with a free society rather than an Orwellian totalitarian society. Third of all, in the current debate uh it's it's irrelevant because we don't know what the misinformation and the truth are and 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 as evidence of this i I, I want to say. Nowadays, I mean, six months ago, if you said masks are useless, I mean, you might as well well wear tinfoil pants as a mask, or that the vaccine doesn't prevent the spread of of, uh, of mutations, or that the the disease is going to be endemic and we're going to have to learn to live with it. it, we're not going to get to zero COVID ever, any more than you're ever going to get to zero common cold or that acquired immunity is effective and robust. And perhaps in some respects, every bit as effective as the vaccines are, it could ever be. You got deplatformed. You got censored six months ago. And yet now you've got government officials saying, "Yeah, maybe masks are pretty much a waste of time. maybe, Back, well, vaccine. Not only are not only are they saying vaccines don't prevent the spread, but they're saying, yeah, we never said they would, which is an Orwellian moving of the goalposts. They're starting to say, yeah, it's going to be endemic, which used to get you deplatformed. Some places, not in America, but Germany, Scandinavia, Germany, France, they are admitting that acquired immunity is not only real, but actually something you can bank public health on. And that we're going to have to learn to live with it. And so these are all things that used to get you deplatformed that are now perfectly acceptable for people like Dr. Fauci to say. So tell us again about who is misinforming whom. Tell us again that the that, 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 that the science is settled on this issue. It's not. And if you try to use your commercial clout, whatever it is, to shut down public discussion, of the subject you don't favor free speech i hate to be reductionist i hate to oversimplify down to that level but you do not support free speech you are in fact an authoritarian i'm sorry to break it to you if you free speech is supposed to protect the unpopular the inconvenient sometimes even the, the, the depraved as long as they don't actually act on it And if you don't support it now, you don't support it at all. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Jack Tomzak up next. Go nowhere. See you next week. God bless you all. God bless America.
6: Wouldn't it be great to receive free quotes from multiple top-rated contractors on siding, roofing, and window jobs with absolutely zero pushy salespeople invading your house with one-size-fits-all overpriced options? I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As many Patriot listeners know, one short meeting with me will result in competitive estimates emailed to you a few days later with no obligation to buy. With today's supply chain issues, the most common question I get lately is how long until the work can be done? Straight answer. If you would like to see some new windows in your house in the summer, now is the time to call me. Lead times are up to six months for window installs, double than what we've ever seen in the past. So whether you would like a few windows quoted or all of them, we'll go over the best options that fit your house and stand up to our extreme temperature swings. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back out to write up the order so we can get the clock ticking on your new windows. To set up a short meeting with me. Go to getmy That's the number three,
5: I want to take a moment to thank the great people at Patriot Mobile for their support. Whether it's my show, America First, other conservative hosts, Turning Point USA, CPAC or the March for Life, Patriot Mobile are there supporting all of it because they're fully in the trenches with you and me. That's why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider and want you to as well. They have the same broad nationwide coverage with the same cell phone towers and an amazing 100% US-based Customer support team that provides exceptional service. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your conservative values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responders. Go to patriotmobile.com/gorka or call nine seven two Patriot and use offer code Gorka. That's patriotmobile.com/gorka or nine seven two Patriot. Don't get caught
2: out in the cold this winter. Take advantage of Full Service Batteries' winter battery and charging system check for your car. They'll keep you safe in freezing temperatures. They can also help with your snowmobile, ATV, tractor, or deep cycle battery for ice fishing shacks. They offer the lowest
6: prices in town on batteries, and they'll even professionally install them. Stay safe this winter with a powerful new battery installed by Full Service Battery. Call them today. Just go to
2: FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com
0: am